Hey, Patriots. Did you guys know today is All Saints Day? Today is November 1st, 2018. It's really uh, funny because that the whole reason for Halloween because is because it's the night before All Saints Day. It's the hallow, uh, the ween, <laughs> the evening before All Saints Day. This is a great day in life of the church. It's kind of like Happy Christian Day, okay, along across all of Christendom around you know the world, and so yeah, they have to try to screw it up with their satanic thing on Halloween, and obviously that they've done a good job of it because not that anyone even knows today is uh, All Saints Day, but actually Twitter did. Twitter did, and so I tweeted out uh, happy hashtag All Saints Day, and I uh, so you might want to share that. I'm going to try to get this video out pretty quick so you guys can can uh, do this on All Saints Day, um, and uh, I put several of you know great songs. If you don't know when I survey, oh my goodness, you've got to just it's. It's also got some really great images, really awesome images about our, of our Lord Jesus. So uh, I love that song. And so I put several of them, Come As You Are. I love David Crowder. And uh, we have so many, such a blessing. We have so many great people who do such great work and, and really just help us through this Armageddon. I don't know if any of them even know that we're in the middle of Armageddon. But either way, they are just used by the Lord to do great things to build us up and and um i love this one come alive dry bones y'all gotta listen to that song too i also posted that little that little short clip of uh the president winking at us right and the little curly cue i posted that on my twitter so um maybe you guys can share that because i think it will really encourage um other uh q followers to know that hey he's uh, becoming much more um you know uh you know, he's communicating with us in a lot of really great ways. It's fun. So um, that we know, maybe the other people don't recognize, but we can see it. All right. So this was something that's so cool, too. Look at this. This is, look, uh, there are, are this monument. And at 11, 11 a.m., the sun shines perfectly on this memorial. Isn't that cool? So check that out too. And it, and it um, shines through and it uh, forms a perfect solar spotlight over the mosaic um, of the great seal of our, of our military. Isn't that something at 1111? I don't think that's by accident, do you? And I think it's very indicative of what uh, you see on the right side, which is the sun shining brightly in the scales of justice on 1111. I think that so many people have known for a long, long time this was coming up and they were, this is all planned out and mapped out and, and exactly to the, to the minute, <laughs> exactly the way that the Lord intended it to be. So really just take courage in that, you know, and, and just be really careful about what you see on the, on the internet today. I saw some stuff and I'm like, What's that about? You know, and it, there's just a lot of stuff to spook us. And so just keep your eyes on the Lord. Keep your eyes on what he has do, uh, has been doing and has done and has completed so that you um, just know that this is the great day of the Lord. And this is the day of our great 
salvation from these creeps, okay? Um, and look at this. Isn't this beautiful? Look at our, our wonderful army and our National Guard. I guess he's got, are they Marines? I, to be honest, I don't know. Sorry, I should know, but I don't. Um, so maybe someone can put that in the comments below. But uh, they're making a queue. They're making a queue. I love it. Isn't that awesome? And um, yeah, that's pretty cool. And there are people around the perimeter that are dressed in, uh, not in army or military fatigues. And so I'm like, hmm, who are these people? And someone actually thought that maybe this person right here might be JFK Jr., Hmm, that would be so cool. All right, so I'm gonna um, I want to read to you about Revelation chapter 11. I talked about it a little bit of on my last video, and I was just like, you know what? I need to probably go over that. But first, um, someone has had a question, and so this is you might see something like this on the internet on YouTube. So I want to try to explain what I think that this is talking about. Um, this is from Genesis chapter six. Have you ever heard of Nephilim at all? Uh, and here it says Nephilites, whatever. This is the New Living Translation. It says in uh, chapter six, verse four, in those days and for some time after, giant Nephilites lived on the earth. And for whenever the sons of God had intercourse with women, they gave birth to children who became the heroes and famous warriors of ancient times. So <laughs> that's a weird passage right there what in the world is that about um so i'm not going to go into a biology lesson with you guys but spirit and flesh cannot have intercourse okay they can't make babies so there you go can't make babies but but what is gross and awful and evil is that some people can invite these evil spirits to come and live within them. Ugh. Ugh. I think that's what it's talking about as far as intercourse. And uh, yeah, I'm sure y'all have heard about some of that. And yeah, some of these seances and satanic rituals and, and that uh, Beyonce, we just even talk about Sasha and all that, that they're like asking these, these spirits to get, you know, no, <laughs> we don't want any of that. And so it's really bad and it's, it's legit. It's not just playing. It is very legit. And yeah, of course, that's very much like Halloween. It's like, this is, yeah, not good. So um, on the other hand, I always, I'm always like, okay, that's the bad news. That people, there are people who are literally demons, demon-possessed, and these are the ones we're getting rid of. But on the other hand, we have asked the Holy Spirit to come to dwell within us. Remember our, our Lord Jesus said, pray, deliver us from the evil one, right? And so we have to ask the Holy Spirit to come and dwell within us. And uh, because of the blood of Christ, this is our gift for him to dwell within us. So look at First uh, Corinthians chapter six. He says, for the scriptures say, the two are united into one, but the person who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. Do you guys realize that it's not just that you're that he's with you or that you're following a bunch of rules. It's much, much, much more than that. It is that he dwells within us and he is the Lord of our mind and he's in our heart and he's, he directs our steps. He directs our words and our actions. But the 
um, run from sexual sin. No other sin is clear, so clearly affects the body as this one does. For sexual immorality is a sin against your own body. You're all it's, you're sinning against yourself if you sin if you do this. Okay, so don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? It's not about a building. It's about the Holy Spirit dwells within us, right? He lives in you and was given to you by God. Huge gift. For you do not belong to yourself, for God bought you with a very high price. Obviously, that's the blood of Jesus, right? So you must honor God with your body. But the main thing I wanted you to see was verse 17. That, um, and really before that, the two are united into one. So in one very, very real sense, we are married to the Lord. We are united with him. We are joined with him because we are, you know, you can't separate us. Nothing can separate us from his love because he dwells within us. Nothing can change that. Nothing can take that away. The moment, even if I were to die, the moment I would close my eyes, I would, I would open them and, and see him saying, come on, let's go, right? So that's the wonderful thing news for us. But the bad news is these people have asked these demons to dwell within them. And it's just awful. That's the mark of the beast that they have. They do the things that he does because he is directing their thoughts and their actions and their steps. So the good news also is that, well, how do you cast the demons into the abyss, right? And remember that they talked to Jesus that time and they're like, don't cast us in the abyss before the time. Blah. And he's like, he knew it wasn't the time. It wasn't time yet. They knew it wasn't time, but now it is. So how do we cast them into the abyss? Well, they have no host yet left. Those people who are, who have been hosting them in their bodies are, uh, annihilated. Uh, what, did, what did Q say? He said they are eliminated from the face of the earth. And therefore, then the demons have no place. Remember, even with the with the pigs, they're like, they were, their host was those two men. And I think those actually represent the church and the government. Because I got, you know, there's so much, so much symbolism. So obviously there was two men, but, and then the, the, the demons called Legion left and they had to go some into somewhere. Right. And so they went into the pigs and of course those pigs were rushing off the mountainside. So when these people are eliminated, then the beast, when the beast and the false prophet are eliminated, who've hosted the demons, then the demons are eliminated too. All right. So let's talk about something else because that's, Gross, but now you know what that is about. So don't let somebody where you, oh, well, people are having sex with demons. No, they're not. <laughs> no, they're not. Please. This, sometimes the stuff that people come up with, I'm like, please. All right. So this was really a cool post. And I, this was what I was thinking of when I first woke up this morning. I, this post was coming to my mind. And of course, this is a, famous, wonderful, yum, yummy passage. Uh, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. Isn't that wonderful? So this is, I want to check some. Yes. For, um, this is Jeremiah 29, 11. He didn't put the passage in here where the reference where it's from, but that's where it's from. And, you know, back in the day when it was first written, it, they, there were no references. Um, and this is colon protect six slash 14 dash 46. Then it says that again, colon protect six, uh, six slash 14 dash 46. 
I was thinking, Lord, what is this? What is this talking about? I think what it's talking about, a couple things. And I think that's why he, he put it on there twice. It has at least two interpretations. Uh, so number one, this is our president's birthday, right? June 14th, 1946. How cool is that? So June 14th, 1946. Um, did you guys, this is really cool. Did you guys know that the, the Bethlehem star was June 14th? Did you guys know that? That's amazing. It's on my Bethlehem video. So if you remember, if you've watched that Bethlehem video, and if you haven't, you've got to go check it out. It's I'll put a link below. It's just too cool. So so Jupiter, which is the king wandering star, circle the king star, Regulus, of the king constellation, which is Leo, the line of the tribe of Judah. So it circled it seven times on the seventh time. And it's done it more since then. It, it does it periodically, like every 70 years, sometimes 84 years. Um, but... This time was the seventh time, and that was the signal that Daniel told the wise men that generations after generations, it was like 600 years later, they would know to get on their camels and go see the Lord Jesus because the king of the world was being born. And so then after it did the, the loop, the seventh time, they were on their camels. They were already there. And then remember it says that they saw the bright star, right? And so then that's how they found this, the 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 Lord Jesus, right, in the stable in Bethlehem. But it's Jupiter, which is Melchizedek, the Bible name is Melchizedek, and Venus, which is the, just basically it's a, uh, the wandering star of love, representing love. And so uh, it's just, there are two obviously very bright stars already, and together they are very, very bright. And again, 614, how amazing is that? So I find that just so coincidental, right? <laughs> Do we believe in coincidences? So there's that aspect of it. And then I thought, well, there's something else, I think, going on here. Because he's he's talking about, I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you hope and a future. Okay, and anything that the Lord does, the enemy twists it he perverts it he does it he does it the evil way all right so look at this um imagine this that the, you know i think it is about in 1914 was when the federal reserve act actually started taking taking off okay so in, in it was it was assigned into law by woodrow wilson uh, i think it was on the 23rd of december to uh, uh, 1913. So in actually 1914, it took effect when they came back after Christmas. It's, this is done and it's, it's in law. And you think, oh, well, this is a good thing because we've got, we've got this loan. But if any of you have ever been in debt before, you know that a loan sounds really great until you have to pay it off. And then that interest will enslave you. And that's what happened to our country back in 1914. Well, it, we weren't we weren't enslaved January 1 1914 it was inevitable but we weren't enslaved immediately and so 
it took until 1946. So what happened in 1946? Well, that was right after the war. And I'm not going to go into all my thoughts about the war, but this, I think we've been lied to a whole, 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 whole lot about that. And we already know that the bad guys finance both sides. And Damon, the enemy loves for people to die. He just thinks that's terrific and for people to be enslaved financially. So there was um, Truman, I think the Truman Show, right? Now, 1946, he signed an, a, 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 this Federal Reserve, the Employment Act of 1946, basically saying that they would pay for everything. <laughs> Pay for you to have an education, pay for you to not work because you're, you know, they wanted to have the reserves, you know, whatever, uh, pay for, for you to, uh, get a loan on a house. And it all sounds great. It all sounds great. They had great plans for us. Yeah. It sounded good. Yeah. It didn't turn out to be good because look at everybody in America is now up to debt in up to their eyeballs right in debt and so this did not turn out to be a very good plan it 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 enriched them but it basically has enslaved us and just about taken away our sovereignty and some people would even argue that it has but thankfully we're able to wiggle out of it thank the lord right so this was a you know plans to prosper you they're like oh we're here to prosper you they were not they were not here to prosper us. They were here to harm us. They were here and, and they're, Oh, this is going to give you a great future and a hope. No, it's not. <laughs> it's, it's basically, and I, you know, when they pay for our the education, yeah, this is the kind of education where they come in and they teach you all kinds of anti-God humanistic rhetoric where it takes your faith away. Yeah. That's not my kind of hope and future. Right. So, that was what happened between 1914 and 1946. And basically at that point we were enslaved and it was, it was done. Cause you know, even when, when JFK came in, it was just, it was, it was, yeah, it was nothing. We were already tangled, deeply tangled into it. Couldn't, couldn't get out. So I don't know if that's what it's talking about, but it sure doesn't sound right that that's what's their plan. but the Lord has a different plan. He has great plans for us for truly to prosper us, truly not to harm us, truly to give us hope and a future. Isn't that great? Doesn't that, that doesn't sound right. Because, I mean, this is, they, their plan was horrible. His plan is terrific. I just thought I wanted to share that with you guys. And I wanted to just shout out one other thing. Oh, let me show you. This is a really, I'm going to put the link to this video right here, Enslavement of America. There's several videos about the Federal Reserve. It's very important that you understand what, what they did. And there's several really good ones. I'll put a, put a couple links below. It's a really good thing to really learn and understand and be able to help your family understand too. But I'm going to throw one other quick thing out at you, and I'm not going to embellish on this, but Q+. It, we already found that out recently that we're, you know, confirmed that that Q plus is president Trump. Um, remember that picture that guy got, you know, he got that back, he turned it over and it, you know, had a plus. So that's, you know, president Trump is the plus. 
and this is what I'm going to say, and I'm going to want you to listen very carefully. I do not believe the president is just quoting a Bible verse. Let's say that one more time. He's not just quoting a Bible verse. And that's all I'm going to say about that. All right. So there you go. All right. So now let's go on to Romans chapter 11. Um, this is, um, remember on the last verse, uh, video I did, I was talking about um, from Zechariah 12 and 13, how they, they're going to look on him whom they pierced and they'll cry as, as for a, you know, they, the lost son, you know, and all this lost time of 2000 years that they rejected him and he is the Messiah. He is the one they've been waiting for. They just didn't understand. And, you know, it's like, why, why, why? Okay. So this, cha this chapter right here in Revelation, I'm sorry, Romans chapter 11 really helps to explain that okay so uh, verse uh, chapter 11 i asked then has god rejected his own people a nation of israel of course not i myself am an israelite a descendant of abraham and a member of the tribe of benjamin no god has not rejected his own people whom he chose from the very beginning do you realize what the scriptures say about this elijah the prophet complained to god about the people of israel and said lord they've killed your prophets and torn down the all your altars i'm the only one that left and now they're trying to kill me and do you remember God's reply? He said, no, I have 7,000 others who have never bowed down to Baal. Hmm. So this was the same kind of things that they were doing back in Elijah's day, right? And Elijah was the one who was able to defeat all these prophets of Baal. But there were many who had not, who, had, who were not part of this. Were they potentially deceived on some things? Yes, I as we've all found out that we have been, right? But we're not bowing the knee to Baal. There are Jews who are not bowing the knee to Baal. And whenever you watch any of these videos, and there's a lot of good ones, and even some, you know, but it makes me so tired and aggravated when people throw all the Jews into one basket. I really just, just really don't like that because it's not fair. Okay, because there's people who have hijacked the name Jews. So be very careful when you listen to something that you understand that if they're saying that they're all Jews, uh, it's not fair to do that. A lot of people have taken the name Jew and they have done damage to that name and they've done all kinds of evil things. And I understand that, but not all of them. And and a lot, there are so many, as we know, President Trump's own sons and, and daughters-in-laws or whatever, you know, the host family, they have converted to Judaism. It's a, it's, it's, when it's done properly, it's beautiful. Even though they don't recognize Jesus as the savior, it is a, it's a, it's a beautiful faith in God. It's the old Testament. And it's, it's the same that, that Daniel, our wonderful Daniel believed in, and, and uh, Abraham and all, you know, David and all these beliefs. So let's just be very, very careful. And I know I probably sound like a broken record, but I really think that right now we've got to understand this clearly so that we don't fall into a, into some of their trickery because they're really good at trickery and they have no compunction about lying. They will lie straight to your face. And there's some people who don't realize they're, they're deceiving because they, they, they're deceived themselves and they're not doing it intentionally. So bottom line, there are 7,000 others who have not bowed the knee to Baal. There are 7,000, you know, that's just a 
you know, a number, but there are many, many, many thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands, you know, whatever, of Jews who have not done this, taken this mark of the beast to bow down to Baal and do this evil stuff, okay? So, there you go. It is the same today, for a few of the people of Israel have remained faithful because of God's grace, his undeserved kindness in choosing them, and since it is through God's kindness, hence not by their good works, for in that case, God's grace would not be really what it is, free and undeserved. That's grace is, is free and undeserved. So this is the situation. Most of the people of Israel have not found the favor of God that they are looking for so earnestly. A few have, the other, the ones God has chosen, but the hearts of the rest were hardened. As the scriptures say, say God has put them into a deep sleep. To this day, he has shut their eyes so they do not see and closed their ears so they do not hear. And it's like, why? Right? I talked about that a little bit the other day, but it was time for the Gentiles to come in. We had not been part of God's family. You know, the Gentiles had not been predominantly for thousands of years. And so now he was going to have the, the ingathering of the Gentiles. And that was the church age. That was the age of Pisces, the fishers of men. And you know, because we are scattered all over the world, that it did force the gospel all over the world. And I think that was a big part of what God's plan was. So they've kind of been like sleeping beauty, you know, or, or you know, and now they're, they're going to wake up. They're going to wake up. So just hang on tight. Likewise, David said, let their bountiful table become a snare, a trap that makes them think all is well. Let their blessings cause them to stumble and let them get what they deserve. Let their eyes go blind so they cannot see and let their back be bent forever. Mm. Now, this is, I think, talking about some who are some of the some of the other ones that have. Uh, yeah. And, and the Lord is not going to have mercy on some. But there are many that he will. OK, just like with Gentiles, too. And so it's, uh, yeah, God is, uh, God is not mocked. It's, it doesn't matter whether it's a Jew or a Gentile. If someone is taking that mark of the beast, they're, it's bad. It's bad. And the Lord is just like not putting up with it. Did God's people stumble and fall beyond recovery? Of course not. They were disobedient. So God made salvation available to the Gentiles, but he wanted his own people to become jealous and claim it for themselves. Now, if the Gentiles were enriched because the people of Israel turned down God's offer of salvation, if we've gotten so rich getting to know the Lord because of what they've, you know, they've turned it away, think how much greater a blessing the world will share when they finally accept it. That's what I was talking about on that video yesterday. It's just like, it's just going to be amazing. It will. I'm saying this, all this, especially for you Gentiles, God has appointed me as the apostle to the Gentiles. I stress this for I want some how to make the people of Israel jealous for what you Gentiles have. So I might save some of them. For since their rejection meant that God offered salvation to the rest of the world, their acceptance will be even more wonderful. It will be life for those who were dead. It's like the whole world's going to come alive. You know, when they receive, I think it's just going to be a, it's just going to be monumental uh, for the whole world. And of course, also with the beast and the false prophet and the enemy got cast out. I mean, it's just going to be remarkable, you guys. And since Abraham and all the other patriarchs were holy, their descendants will also be holy, will be set apart. And God will, God will go and, 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 and uh, reach out to them just as the entire batch of dough is holy because the portion given as an offering is holy. 
For if the roots of the tree are holy, the branches will be too. Who's the roots? It's the Abraham, the, the patriarchs, their they're great, great grandfathers. The, the branches will be too. But some of these branches from Abraham's tree, some of the people of Israel, have been broken off. And you Gentiles, who were branches from a wild olive tree, have been grafted in. So now you also receive the blessing God promised Abraham and his children, sharing in the rich nourishment from the root of God's special olive tree. But you must not brag about being grafted in to replace the branches that were broken off. You're just a branch, not the root. Okay, so have you ever seen a graft? It's where you have a tree and you're able to take a, a branch from a totally different tree, a wild branch, and, and graft it actually in. And it, and it starts to grow into that tree. And that's what has happened with us Gentiles, okay? They said, well, you might say these branches were broken off to make room for me. Yes, but remember those branches were broken off because they didn't believe in Christ. They didn't follow him. They didn't uh, love their neighbor as their, as themselves. Right. And they were, and you are there because you do believe. So don't think highly of yourself, but fear what could happen if just don't get (laughs) strutting around and thinking you're too, too cool for if God did not spare the original branches, he won't spare you either. Pretty serious, right? Notice how God is both kind and severe. He is severe toward those who disobeyed, but kind to you if you continue to trust in his kindness. But if you stop trusting, you will also be cut off. And if the people of Israel turn from their unbelief, they will be grafted in again. For God has the power to graft them back into the tree. For you, by nature, were a branch cut from a wild olive tree. So if God was willing to do something contrary to nature by grafting you into his cultivated tree, he will be far more eager to graft the original branches back into the tree where they belong. So I think this is coming up soon. As he said, this is, you know, this will be a blessing for the whole world. Um, and so don't worry about some of the verses. Is, well, you're going to get cut off. It's, it's, again, going back to if you're going to take the mark of the beast, which we're clearly not going to do. We're clearly not going to ask the demons to dwell within us. Not doing it right so but we have we do stand in fear like okay lord deliver us from the evil one because the evil one might trick me into doing something so keep me safe so we stay humble and we continue to to walk in 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 faith and trust with the lord and he's going to keep us safe do not worry but don't uh you know like it says in verse 22 notice how god is both kind and severe i don't you know i trust the lord i love him but i am not gonna play I'm not playing. I will not get near the matches. And I'm just like, I'm just being very careful because I know, I know the, the deceitfulness of sin. I know how dangerous and I know how tricky the enemy is. And just, just give thanks to the Lord. He has protected us from the plots and schemes of the enemy. All right. I guess that's basically everything I wanted to share with you guys today. So I want you to think about what I said. And um, remember, this is uh, this is a great, great promise, and it's being fulfilled in our day. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, that you are faithful to your promise and that you don't do anything to harm us. You're doing these things for good and that we want this good extended to everyone, not only in our families and our friends and our um, and our, our own town, our cities, our state. 
but all throughout the world to every race. Lord, we want all those who are waiting on a Messiah to know that you are the Messiah. You are the one. And that uh, for all the Jews to wake up, all the Muslims to wake up, all the Buddhists to wake up, all the, everyone to wake up throughout all the world and to, and to honor you and to, and to, uh, to have you dwell within them by your Holy Spirit. So we again plead with you to bless our um, our fighters, our, our uh, the white hats, those who are trying so hard uh, to get this job done. We pray your blessing on our military. Lord, we pray that no weapon formed against them will prosper. We pray that all those mouths will be stopped and all be, will become accountable to you, that they will not be able to do one more thing to hurt one more child or to, or to propagate one more lie that it will all be stopped Lord, give us the strength until that day comes we're waiting for 11 11 to get here when we will see this great salvation Lord, we just just use us we're ready we're at your disposal whatever you want us to do we pray all these things in your wonderful amazing name jesus amen all right guys i love y'all have a great day i hope you like the song bye when I survey the wondrous cross on which the Prince of Glory died, my richest gain I count but loss and poor contempt on all my pride forbid it lord that i should boast save in the death of christ my god all the vain things that charm me most I sacrifice them to his blood See from his head, his hands, his feet Sorrow and love flow mingled down. Did e'er such love and sorrow meet, or thorns compose so rich a crown? Were the whole realm of nature mine That were a present far too small Love so amazing, so divine Demands my soul, demands my soul, love demands my soul, my life, my own.